Can We Have It All? A business and lifestyle podcast for content creators and entrepreneurs. Real insights, help and conversations to inspire you to do what you truly want to. Hey everyone and welcome back to my podcast, Can We Have It All? A podcast for busy solopreneurs and those aspiring to be. And I just wanted to say, I hope everybody's feeling good. We're into October 2020, hey? (laughs) It's flying by very slowly, if that makes sense. And I know we're all apprehensive about what the last three months are going to bring. But you know, as we all know, a lot can happen in three months, a lot can change. And actually, we can take it as a real positive. But today I really wanted to talk about something that's coming up loads, something I've experienced with, something lots of my clients experience, something I'm probably certainly sure that you guys experience too, and that's overwhelm. Now I've been reflecting on overwhelm this week and kind of what it really means. And I really feel that it can be a positive feeling a positive experience as well as a negative one and what I mean by that is overwhelm often means that you're super busy that you've got lots going on that you're juggling that there's loads of decisions to make and actually if you think about it that's a really exciting and positive thing it means things are happening it means that progress can be made And, you know, certainly as a solopreneur, when you feel overwhelmed, it probably means that you're successful or that you're bordering on a successful moment and that actually all your hard work is starting to pay off. And I know I feel that overwhelm a lot, but it doesn't actually always make me feel bad. Sometimes I'm just like, oh my goodness, I've got so much to do. I've got to record a podcast. I've got to get a blog post out. I've got to send my newsletter to my mailing list. I've got to create a reel for Instagram. I've got to study my dissertation, all of these things. But actually that doesn't make me feel anxious or depressed. It's just overwhelming because there's a lot of it. So I know that what I actually need to do is sit down and breathe and, and we'll get onto that in a minute. But of course there is the other type of overwhelm. And that is the one that leads us to feeling out of control, anxious, a bit sick, you know, maybe even depressed, makes us not want to get out of bed because we don't want to tackle the day because we're not sure where to start. It makes us feel like we don't know what we're doing, like we're flailing, maybe like we're failing. And that kind of overwhelm is not good. And again, I've been there regularly and I'm sure lots of you guys have as well. So either way, whichever type of overwhelm you're feeling, you're overwhelmed. (laughs) And so we need to think about how we can tackle that. And I've wanted to talk today about a few steps that I take to tackle overwhelm, whether it's positive or negative overwhelm. And they're really simple. They're something that can be adopted really easily. And just to help you when when you recognise that you are feeling overwhelmed and that you want to do something about it. First things first, focus on the things that you control rather than the things that you don't. Focus on the things you control rather than the things that you don't. I think a big part of overwhelm 
comes and is closely related. It's like the cousin of worry. And we worry about things. We worry about the world. We worry about the planet. We worry about pandemics. We worry about, you know, so many different things. And that's not wrong. That's not a bad thing. We need to be consciously aware. But that worry is so closely related to overwhelm because we have this sense of being out of control, of feeling like we can't control it. And in some cases, we can't. So, you know, the pandemic, we largely can't control it. We can control our little world within it. We can control how regularly we wash our hands, when we wear masks. And so when I say focus on the things you control, that's what I mean. Focus on the things that you can do to make a difference to what's making you feel overwhelmed. Not on the big picture, not on the things that are out of your control, because that's when you get lost and that's when the anxiety creeps in. Translating that to a work environment, if you're feeling overwhelmed, then what are the things that you control within your workspace? You control your time, you control your diary, you control who you interact with. So it might be something as simple as muting your Instagram for a bit, deleting the app for a day. It might be putting your phone away and detoxing for the weekend and truly having some time with your family. You know, those little steps, you control that. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, then focus on the things that you can control and remove the elements that you can control. And don't worry about the bigger things that are out of your control, because like I said, the two are so closely linked. My next tip is to stop multitasking. Now, so many of us are guilty for this. And I want to say, without generalising, and I am generalising a bit here, but women, and even more so mums, are the queens of multitasking. We are doing literally... 30 things at any one time. So it's overwhelming. But I've kind of come to realise that there's no such thing as multitasking. Because actually, when you think about it, when you're doing five or six things at once, are you actually doing them well? Are you actually giving each thing what it needs? Or are you wasting time? Are you spreading yourself thinly? Are those things getting a little side of you, a little portion of you, but they're not actually getting the best of you? And that's been a real revelation for me because I hate that feeling of trying to do something. I like to be good at what I do. I want to excel in what I do. And if I'm trying to do 10 things at once, I'm not excelling, you know? And I just think that... We use multitasking sometimes as a bit of an excuse when actually what we need to do is just get clear on the time that we're allocating for tasks. Now, you're never going to get rid of the fact that you might be thinking in your head, I need to do the groceries, I've got school pickup, what are the kids going to eat for tea whilst you're trying to get on with your work? And what I would say when it comes to moments like that is make a note, make a note of the things Put little prompts in your diary, in your calendar that remind you. I set my alarm every day for five past three to remind myself I've got to go and pick up my daughter from school. And then it's out of my head. It's out of my head till five past three. And it's little things like this that will just help. 
And if you know that you've got to check your emails, if you know that you've got to do the groceries, then you know what? Block 20 minutes, 15 minutes in your diary to allocate to that and do it in that 15 minute window and then forget about it. So you can get better with that feeling of overwhelm when it comes to multitasking. You can get clearer on the time that you actually have and allocate it so that you're spending it in the best possible way so that you are dedicating yourself to that one task at that one particular moment. And a big thing that I'm working on personally, which I'm sure some of you parents can relate to particularly, is when it's family time, it's family time. They need my energy as a mum. They need me to be present. And actually, if I'm trying to spend some time with my kids, but I'm multitasking by checking my Instagram messages, I'm replying to emails, I'm writing strategy notes, I'm not really being the best parent I can be. And actually, for me, I want that time with them to be present. Now, I still am figuring this out. (laughs) I am not perfect when it comes to this. And, you know, particularly when you're in the early days of launching, growing a business and you're a solopreneur, time often is the biggest issue, especially when you've got other elements like kids to factor in. So this is not about you feeling guilty about that, but it's about being mindful and being aware of how you're stretching yourself when it comes to multitasking and how that's impacting you feeling overwhelmed. So it might be that you go, do you know what? Saturday mornings, they are all about the kids. They are all about me hanging out, dancing around the kitchen, baking some cookies, going to the playground. And then when I get back in, the afternoon is about me and my work. And it's just kind of segmenting that a little bit in your head because that feeling then of overwhelm doesn't come creeping back in. You can manage your time. Multitasking is something that you can actually break down, in my opinion. My next tip is related to that feeling of overwhelm when you have got so many decisions that you need to make when you're thinking about, oh my gosh, what's my next product launch? Ah, what do I do with that? What do I do with this? How do I reply to this? Where do I go next with my business? Which course should I do? Which book should I buy? Decisions, decisions, decisions. I think I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. Now, my very simple way of tackling this is to focus on making one decision, but right now. I think the biggest issue with decisions and why it leads to overwhelm is because we sit on them. We dwell on them. We analyze them we think about them we stew on them we make notes about them can you see what I'm saying here it builds up we're making it a thing we're giving it this weight in our mind because we we need to dissect every decision and again I think this is a big thing for women particularly we dissect things we analyze we talk about it we want to stew on it we want to work it out and sometimes actually what we need to do is just get good at making decisions And they're not always going to be the right ones. They're not always going to be the ones that lead to the biggest successes. But sometimes just making that decision and rolling with it is the best thing you can do because you're clearing that sense of overwhelm. You are ticking that box and you're moving on. So have a little think about some of the decisions that are floating around and the ones that actually, when you think about it, 
you could just make a decision right now for right or for wrong you can make a decision you can move on with it and you can roll with it because that is part of the journey part of the journey is failing is making wrong decisions and it's going back and analyzing it later you know so make a decision get it off your plate now the next thing i want to talk about when it comes to tackling overwhelm is comparison comparison again is like the other cousin to overwhelm. The two are so closely linked. And actually, if you, like me, are somebody who spends a lot of their time online, your business is centered around marketing yourself online and using social media, then comparison on social media can really rear its ugly head and can lead to overwhelm because essentially what you're doing is looking at a whole bunch of other people who you're looking at snapshots of their life, who seemingly have got it all sorted, they've got it all figured out, they're smashing it, they're successful, they're rich, they look great, they've lost loads of weight, they are super flexible and doing loads of yoga and workouts every morning, they've got the perfect family, their kids never cry, they're great at cooking their balanced meals and then still smash a day's work and earn loads of money. That's what it looks like, right? Chances are that ain't what's happening in real life, but that feeling of comparison can become really overwhelming. I know it, I've been there, I really recognise it in myself now and I stamp it out pretty quickly. And how do I stamp it out? Really simple, stop comparing. That is literally it, just stop, just stop comparing yourself. You can control that, we go back to point number one, focus on the things you control. You control your feelings about a situation, you control whether you are comparing yourself to somebody else. And actually, when you think about it, that is something that you can recognise and you can alter. And there are different ways of doing that. You either, if somebody's making you feel really bad about yourself intentionally or not, and it's probably not intentionally if we're talking about comparison, because that comparison is coming from you, then mute them delete them, unfollow them. Whatever you feel is the way that you can for a while not focus or obsess or worry and compare yourself to someone else, just remove that small element. And the second thing is remember, remember that everybody's on their own journey. And if it helps you feel any better, then 99.999% of people have their own shit to deal with. You just probably don't know about it. Everyone has their own journey. They've had their own past. They've got their own shit. They've had their own experiences and it probably isn't as easy as it seems. So stop comparing. Remember that you're on your own path, on your own journey. And that's really exciting because you are doing something amazing. You are taking those steps. And chances are you're probably comparing yourself to somebody who's a bit further along in their journey, somebody who's a couple of years ahead, five years ahead, or who started something before you did, or who's 10 years older than you, whatever it might be, don't compare your stage of the journey to somebody else's. I always say this, don't compare your your start to somebody else's middle. It's not comparable. So really... (laughs) It sounds easy and it is easy. You've just got to stop. And sometimes it helps by reframing those feelings when you recognise it. So if you're starting to feel a bit 
anxious, a bit resentful, a bit overwhelmed because you're comparing yourself to somebody else, recognize it, own it, and then action it, reframe it and say, do you know what? Bloody good for them. Good for them. And often what I find really helps, you just flip yourself out of that negative space. If it's on social media, is give them a little like, give them a double tap, give them a comment, give them a clap emoji, say, well done, that's awesome. I'm so glad that you've achieved this. I'm so glad that you're smashing this. I'm so glad that you've done this. And actually that little gesture of positivity just reframes it in your mind. It's a really powerful tool, positive psychology. And I would just say a lot of it comes from reframing situations that you're creating in your head. And that's often what comparison is. And that's often what leads to overwhelm. You're creating all these scenarios and worries and you're overwhelming yourself when actually let's just be happy for each other. Let's just be happy for all those people and let's reframe it. Let's be inspired by those people. Let's give them a pat on the back. Let's raise them up because you know what? There is undoubtedly people comparing themselves to you. There is undoubtedly people looking at you thinking you've got it sorted out and feeling like shit. And we don't want that. We would, I bet you hate the feeling of somebody feeling like that about you. So why not like flip the script, be happy for each other, raise each other up and know that people will do the same to you and that just reduce and remove that sense of comparison and overwhelm. And my final tip today on reducing that feeling of overwhelm, whether it's positive or negative, is to breathe. Now this is a real practical one. This is just breathe, give yourself a break, meditate, whatever it is that helps you just zone out for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever you need, half an hour, maybe you need an hour, maybe you need half a day. Whatever you feel, just give yourself that time to reconnect with yourself, to get some headspace and to breathe. I find if you're feeling, actually physically feeling overwhelmed, then just taking a seat in a comfy seat or lying down on the bed and focusing on your breathing, just really going into some deep breathing, breathing in through your nose and counting those breaths for four, and then breathing out through your mouth and counting those breaths for six. And do that a few times and it just recenters you. Do it in a quiet room with no distraction, don't take your phone with you, and just have those moments to breathe. It sounds simple, some of you might be sceptical, but it really works. And I think it's something that we're becoming more aware of is the impact of recentering and breathing on our physical and mental health. So there we have it. Do you relate to any of that? Can you relate to any of those feelings? Are you feeling that right now, maybe positively or negatively? Are you feeling overwhelmed? And what do you think of those steps? Do you think there's anything that you can implement right away? So maybe some things that you do already and maybe some things that you don't that you're going to add. They're all really simple and a lot of it comes from just recognising that feeling of overwhelm and just tackling it before it really kicks in. Now for any of you who haven't joined my new mailing list, I would love it if you would have a look at holly-wood.co.uk and you should see straight away a join the mailing list button. Now if you hit that you'll get a lovely little freebie that's 
kind of a daily check-in with yourself. So for anybody, it really works for anybody, but particularly for you fellow solopreneurs, entrepreneurs and small businesses out there, it's just a daily check-in and it's practical and mindset check-ins that you can just give yourself, print it out, pop it on your desk or next to your bed and it just gives you a little prompt of how to set up your day in the best possible way. So you'll get that absolutely free straight into your inbox if you sign up to my mailing list and I'll pop the link in the show notes um, and there'll be more things from me like this. So I'd love you to come along for the ride. All that's left for me to say is have a fantastic week whatever it is you're doing and have a positive flourishing week from me. See you later. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope you enjoyed it and if you found something useful and inspiring then I'd really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star review and a rating because it really helps other people hear this podcast too. If you'd like to enter a competition for a one-to-one coaching session or a blog audit with me, then make sure you leave an email address in that review as well. And if you'd like to submit a question or a topic for discussion, then just send me an email. Find me and my business information, including how to join my growing online community of entrepreneurs and content creators over on holly-wood.co.uk or over on Instagram, all the details about how to contact me and find me and follow me are in the show notes. Thank you. Have a fab week.